Everything okay, Rev? Oh, Twitch, fuck. If you don't know who I am, oh my this God. is John Flax, the wholesome patriot. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you there's nothing more patriotic than taking care of your fellow, your fellow human being. So please, please go get vaccinated. Now, if you'll excuse me, while you guys talk about video games, I gotta bust out some reps. This was inevitable, right? You know, <laughs> this was always when, I mean, when tweeted, Jen... tweeted before the show that I was going to be on and that there was going to be some special guest host. And I knew and I, I didn't know what it was. Gonna, I thought I thought maybe he was bringing someone on, but no one else was in the, the video. I'm sorry, this is thunderstorm outside. I didn't. No one else was in this call, and his video was off. So I thought, okay, he's just he's putting his dog on. He's got his dog. Yeah, he's kid. doing something. Like, dumb. One, of those, gonna be one of those sweet, like wholesome, cute John things uh. that he does. And so I was like, oh, he's got the dog, whatever. And then is this. A, is this that a mullet wig? No, it, I saw this coming a mile away. This specifically? This, no, not this specifically. I mean, I straight up called him out for it. But like, the second, before the second he got... Me, oh, I'm having camera issues. Yeah. No, no, no. The second he was super coy about the special guest, I was like, this is going to be a dumb John costume thing. Like, oh, I thought it might have been Waluigi. I, or something. Is this so. revenge for the time that I had my camera off at the start of a show and then I came I on and let dress boy as John? Walmart for five dollars. <laughs> actually, that's really I love that shirt actually. I, I like I, that. I, I the shirts one, actually. I don't, I don't, those are those are on sale at Walmart.com. Oh, that shirt's yeah. unironically pretty good, actually. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. No, the shirt's great. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. This cherry blow pop is so delicious. Oh my you know god, yeah. John, there it is. I'm, it's six bucks. <laughs> no, I'm buying this. Where where for America? Hey John. What? Hey, pa- hey Patriot John. You're not using the microphone that I, I told you to get. What's <laughs> this microphone? You're cheating on your producer's recommended microphone. What do you mean I can't Damn. buy it online? I wanted something that was gonna display a bunch of colors. <laughs> that sounds like a John <sighs> choice. Did you get, um, wait? Hold on. Is that an RGB microphone? Are you yeah, kidding me? I want to be fancy. I, oh my god! Oh my god! He's been using it for that the past. Is so much more troubling. He's than been the using outfit. that since before wait, I, I came back, y'all. I don't know why y'all only just noticed. Reb, I, I love you. I haven't and been I'm on sorry, for a while. I have to leave. <laughs> oh. This well, is a video game podcast, brother. This Why is, aren't we this talking is, about video games? This isn't even in the top 10 dumbest SDG, su- SDG shows I've done. I take so, offense I mean, to that. Really, I take we're great fine. offense to that. We're fine. Anyway, we're welcoming back Red Valentine. Reb, how the hell are you? Say hi to Reb. Hi, Reb. I hope no, not. not. Who the hell is a great way to open this? I am... I can't do the whole show like this because oh, it's literally God. hurting my throat. Yeah, okay. Family reunion. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Saki. It's it's really hurting my throat to scream like that, so I'm not going to do the whole show like that. Oh, and I also think I, too. I think I pulled a bicep doing my reps. So <laughs> that's cool. But this this lollipop is really good, though. I think you you pulled um, on. I lost the joke. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore, Derek. It doesn't matter anymore. Something about straining um, our friendship, and I just couldn't put it together <laughs> in time. So, no. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, it is so it is so nice to have her back on. Yeah. Um, like, I guess it's nice to be back. <laughs> it's like you never left. Honestly, wanted, yeah, that's about right. Reb, I wanted to do something special for your for your. And this is back. what you came up with. Wow. <laughs> Look. Look, 
look, I didn't have a lot of time. Okay, I was. I, I, I had wanted you to, do to be on the show two weeks ago. I know, but I'm lazy and this is John. And I wanted to do I, something special, but I, I didn't put it care off about you. To but try. also, you know I who I am as a person, so I put it off for way too long. <laughs> but Reb, that Reb, there is a fucking holy shit. Godzilla's it, it fighting like, outside your. It sounds like the, the armies Midwest, of Mordor. Folks. Yeah, it sounds like the armies of Mordor are massing outside it of Reb's been, front door. It's been I've woken up every morning for I I've not kept track, but something like the last two weeks, like very seriously. And the, I've looked at my phone, and the first thing I've seen on my phone is excessive heat warning in big letters at the top. But <laughs> every single day for the last two weeks, uh, last night we had a low of eighty-one. It has been humid as all hell. Uh, and this is what happens when you live in the Midwest, as our Midwestern listeners know. Uh, you know, it gets humid and humid and humid, and you think you're going to die many days in a row, and then suddenly. There is a storm <laughs> and you feel wonderful for about 12 hours. Right. And then it, right, it starts all over again. And that's the summer here. So that's that's what we're doing right that's, now. We're that's, that's me and you, unfortunately. I would t- I would take that because in Florida, what happens is it'll rain for 10 minutes, just long enough to make it even more humid. And uh, and then you just want to die even more. It's it's awful. Wait, hold on. Does Reb have a witchy laugh? Kind of. Uh, I- it's lovely. I think you're referring to the he 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 thing. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that it's a witchy laugh. Uh, it's a little um, bit. It's okay. I in think a fun way, it. not in like a yeah, no, I, eating I children kind of way. But <laughs> no, no. But Reb, in all seriousness, y- you are fucking crushing it over at IGN. I could oh. not be prouder of. Oh, I mean, just. I mean, you just. So I, I want to focus on this interview that a Reb thing you did. liked because I said the word Final Fantasy VI. To be clear, okay. no, no, it's not even just Final <laughs> Fantasy VI. It, it's 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 Sakaguchi. Final Fantasy. It, Siren, uh, Sakaguchi is the creator. He's the father of the Final Fantasy franchise, and he's been uh, a big. Uh, it just you know, it, the games that he's made have so really. So look really... at all the Final Fantasy shit immediately behind John. Right, like yeah, I mean, right. you know, yeah. let me hold on. Let me. <clears throat> actually, actually, the star of the star of the show is here. Hi. But um, at any rate, uh, somebody's going to be like John violated flag code. Um, I wasn't going to make the joke, but <laughs> you have no idea what I've done with that flag. Um, oh, Finn, that is awesome. I... Oh, That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. You know, I, I am actually going to order one of those myself. But so Sakaguchi is the father of Final Fantasy. Yes. And uh, the games that he's made have have really meant a lot to me. And I know they've meant a lot to Finn. Um, and Reb, you did a really cool interview with him uh, yeah. a few days ago. And how did you how did that opportunity come about? Uh, so, I mean, kind of awkwardly, right? Because so IGN doesn't do a whole ton of mobile coverage, right? But I, and this is like a weird thing because I didn't talk about this too much when I was on SCGC, but my background is actually pretty heavily in mobile games. Uh, I came up free, I, I came up on doing a lot of different kinds of freelancing and contract work, but I did do a whole crap ton of mobile news, news guides and reviews for a couple of years. And so I have a background in mobile and I do like, have like really strong opinions about mobile and like what constitutes a good mobile game. And I think, I think mobile games get sidelined a lot. And IGN doesn't do a whole crap ton of mobile coverage because people, people who read IGN don't go there to read mobile games, like mobile, mobile game coverage. People don't read it. They just don't. People, people who love mobile games do not come online to read about them. Um, And kind of one of the exceptions to that is Apple Arcade, because a lot of the games on Apple Arcade, because it's a subscription service, uh, I mean, this is not me like trying to be a shill for Apple or anything, but it is like a good idea, right? Like it's a subscription service. It's got tons of exclusive games um, and it's you pay the subscription fee. And so you don't have ads, you don't have microtransactions. And 
the good thing about it, you know, whatever you want to say about companies and how they like corner markets, the good thing about it is that the people who are making the games on it, they don't have to design them in like predatory ways. They can just make these experiences that are made for smaller screens, touch phones, do like really interesting and unique things with them and still reach that audience without doing like weird predatory shit. So I have tried where I can to get like a little bit more mobile coverage on IGN where I can, where, where it's something that I think the audience would be genuinely interested in or something I think is genuinely good. And Apple Arcade has had a couple games like that lately. And Fantasia was one of them. And I was approached uh, by Apple PR because they would also love if more people wrote about mobile games uh, for Fantasia because uh, we had, they had the announcement of part two coming soon and they wanted to do something to go with it. And they offered the interview with Sakaguchi because this is his current project. Uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi is currently working. Well, he's finished now. It's, it's actually out now. It came out like a day early. Uh, This has been, you know, he's done a whole bunch of stuff uh, since he left Final Fantasy um, and Square Enix behind. He's done, like, a lot of his own projects. Uh, and he has said, he hasn't, like, confirmed that Fantasian is his final project. Uh, he's getting close to retire. I don't know how old he is, but he's in, he's in retirement age thereabouts. Um, and him and uh, Nobu Uometsu, who did uh, all the really good Final Fantasy music, uh, they're, both, they're both getting up there in years. And he said in a few interviews previously that uh, this was maybe the way he phrased it is if this was his final project, he would feel very satisfied with that. Like he would feel that he had put it all on the table. Um, And they offered me an interview with him. And I, I mean, who's going to turn down the opportunity to talk to him. And I, it stinks because I haven't actually gotten to play Fantasia. You know, I've read up on it. I've done my research. I've watched the trailers, but I I don't have an iOS device. So I haven't gotten to play it, but you know, I, I did my homework and I got to talk to him about it. And he's just, just a really nice person. Like, I don't know. It's, it's always hard to tell in the interview and this is the games industry. So, you know, you're always finding out that people are actually like secret scumbags, but like, he, I don't know. He seems like, he just seems like your nice dad. He just seems like a guy. Like he likes his family. He likes making things. Uh, he like he likes making nice little fantasy adventures and he's really good at it. And he's just super chill. He laughed a lot. Real sweet. I want to, um, I want to highlight a, uh, Reb, could you actually, I don't want to talk about it because you know, you're the one who did the interview. Um, could you talk about what he said about being a father during the development phase of Final Fantasy VI, because that's something that really, really kind of hit me close. Yeah, he he talked a lot about family in our interview, actually. He brought it up, like, themes of family multiple times, because it's kind of asking him, like, very broad, because I don't want to have him give away part two of Fantasia, right? Like, I was asking him very broad themes, like, you know, what what is this about? What did you feel while you were making it? Stuff like that. And he kept bringing up, you know, thinking about his family. Um, and at one point, he, he brought up this sort of tie-in about how, Back when he was working on Final Fantasy VI, uh, during that period of development, his daughter was born. And so he was thinking a lot about, you know, having a kid and bringing new life into the world. And so he said, I wanted to have a scene in Final Fantasy VI where there's a child who's born. That This idea of bringing new life into the world and what that means and the kind of gravity that it has. Um, he's referencing a scene in Final Fantasy VI where there's a baby that's born and it's this contrast between like this world that's falling apart around everybody, but there's this new life and there's this hope and it's really nice scene um and then he said uh that his daughter is this daughter that was born during the development of final fantasy 6 is now getting married in october as he's finishing up fantasian and so he said in fantasian there's definitely a relationship depicted between a parent and child and there's certain connections that i draw of course from my real life experiences that perhaps naturally or perhaps it might be a message that i want to say or subtly put into the story i would say it's partially age partially personal experience but there's a lot of things that you carry going into development like this so yeah he's like i don't know 
he's just a nice guy making games, thinking about his family while he's doing it and thinking about how much he cares about them. Uh, there's another thing he said at the end, actually, where he was talking about it again. And he was saying about how, uh, again, focusing on these themes of family and life and passing on things from generation to the next. Uh, he had like a three hour conversation with his wife the night before we had an interview about because I'll his parents and his wife's parents have all passed on and they were just talking about their parents and you know, their feelings and thoughts about them and their memories of them. And he had like this three hour conversation with his wife about it. He just told me this in this interview. And I'm like, wow, this is like really lovely. It's just like, and he's like, yeah, I don't know if we'd ever had that kind of conversation if, if I hadn't made Fantasia. Like, wow. Okay. That is, that is so fucking cool. Guy. And I have had so many people tell me that I need to play uh, Fantasia. You do. Um, and yeah, Finn is Finn is among them. Um, it's a two part game. And like part two comes out, what, like tomorrow? Did it come it's out, out now? It's, it's out, it's out it's now. It's shadow dropped early. Yeah, it's out now. Oh, wow. wow. It's supposed to be tomorrow, but it went a little early. Holy shit. It's stop, like stop. very, it's very traditional JRPG, John. Like it is, it is exactly up your alley. Literally the only thing that you would not like about it. it I mean, you can even play it on an iPad though. So you don't, it, you don't even have to deal with a small screen. It's seriously, it, 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 I mean, there's no weird, there's no gotcha shit. There's no weird mobile. It's just a, it's just a JRPG, man. I would it's love, on Apple like, Arcade, right? Yeah, it is. That's the yeah. only place you can get it right now. Well, and, and well, okay. I I think it's going to be the only place you can get it ever, Red, because I think Apple actually uh, bankrolled the game, didn't they? Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't looked into that. I my experience with stuff like that is those deals are you know like time limited in some way. I wouldn't be shocked if someday it came to another device that was not a mobile device. Like, I, I doubt we ever see it on Google Play on Android. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up, like, on Switch. There's a lot of Apple Arcade games that do eventually make their way to Switch. Or Interesting. To I didn't PC. know that. Yeah, but, I did not know that. Yeah. I was actually going to say, uh, the can't, can't specify, but I know there is at least a few that are eventually making the way to switch yeah i know a couple as well not i don't know anything about fantasia specifically it might not though they might have a i don't know what the terms of their deal are well finn you or finn uh you know finn has been telling me for a while now that i need to play fantasia um so so i don't know maybe i'll steal my son's ipad and uh and 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 play it on that sorry bud he's probably watching right now with a whole lot of questions just get yourself um, a backbone you don't i don't think your son has any questions i think that this is no, probably your son just knows exactly who you are yeah who you are as a person <laughs> yeah I'll, uh, I'll also before we move on to this interview i got i got to shout out like the best thing in the entire world so you saw my stripy cat robo walk by and i've been on before she shows up all the yes time. uh so uh sakaguchi also worked on he's a designer i believe on chrono trigger the and the team. cat walked by at one point and first so it, it's in translation he speaks japanese we have a translator on the call as well but i know like you know three japanese words from watching anime right and so he immediately <laughs> tell, s- tells me my cat is kawaii and i'm like ah cute he's like cute cute and then he asked me what her name is and i say robo like from chrono trigger and he, his, his whole face lit up and he goes awesome. robo chen robo chen and i'm like that, oh that's so fucking he likes oh, my that's cat. So <laughs> that is so that I, just, is... I didn't even think about that connection when i said that i was like oh robo like from chrono trigger you know the rpg that exists and then i'm like wait <laughs> yeah, reb, awesome. reb over here trying to explain break down chrono trigger i say that but i'm thinking in my brain i mean it's it's like i don't know it's like when someone asks you what's on your t-shirt and you're like oh it's this and then it's like wait you worked on this game hold on (laughs) what's on your t-shirt uh this is a golden sun the lost age excellent game we're gonna you know reb if i hadn't worn my my wonderful uh for anybody in chat my wonderful cool cats and and kittens shirt that i picked up at walmart 
uh, I've got my my uh, my Yeti Golden Sun T-shirt in the other room. Um, I'm buying that shirt right now, by the way. Oh, what? It, cool cats and, and kittens? Yes, I'm literally purchasing it right Guys, now. Guys, you can purchase. You can purchase. We're not even sponsored. Look at this. You can purchase this shirt right now on walmart.com it, well it's six uh, bucks on walmart which is great but walmart doesn't deliver online so i'm instead buying it for 22 dollars on amazon like a wow clown. reb really wants this shirt <laughs> i do it's really good it's very stupid uh, cool it. cats and kittens so um we had a resolution that we weren't going to talk about anything sad tonight we weren't going to talk about uh we're, we're going to keep it light we're going to keep it happy um so what we're going to do is we are going to you know, we're going to start it off like we usually start it off. We're going to talk about what we've been playing right now. We're going to go around the horn, talk about that. And then we are going to have a discussion on video game franchises that are dead and that we would like to see return uh, with the added uh, with the added topic of how we want them to return. Um, because just because a game franchise comes back doesn't necessarily mean that it has to uh, it has to adhere to the gameplay mechanics of when it originally released. And uh, you know what, Justin, you haven't been on for a while, man, because you've been busy. Why don't you kick hanging it off? Hanging out with me. He's been busy hanging out <laughs> yeah. with me. Yes, yes I, I actually. You. I forgot I was about hanging that. out with Reb last what? weekend. Yeah. Uh, oh, before we start. Before that, I was just super overworked. So, oh, Finn, go ahead. No, I've just, because uh, you were hanging out with Reb, but I had no idea, like, how did that even come to be? Did you just go, I want to go on a trip? Hey, Reb, you're my favorite. I want to visit you. Or Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what he did. That's awesome. Um, he, we were going to do the same thing. He was going to come to Louisville uh, at a certain point, but yeah, then it was I like, just, we're going to get to see each other in happen. November. So, you know. I, I wanted to do a few trips, and I didn't have the money to do as many as I wanted to. This one ended up being really affordable because of my um, hotel discounts from work um, and flying out. Plus, I'm kind of at a point where I want to see some new like, cities, stuff like that. I've never just gone somewhere because I'd never been to Kansas City before. So it just I'm going to get hit in the face a lot <laughs> tonight. Uh, so it just it just worked out. But um, I'm hoping to try to, you know, again, over the next few years, try to get to see more people. I'll see some I'll see at least Derek and John um, as well as Brittany. And uh, I'm still so sad I'll never be able to do that with you guys. Or you hey, you do you do awesome that. on your stream. Hey, you outraise the group you. like that's yeah. That's, you outraise us every that year. Astounds me. <laughs> but I still want to be part of it with y'all. Jeez, that's true. But every I love you. Come be part of it. I did not mean to derail. So Justin, yeah, please, Justin, continue. Yeah. So I've kind of just been bouncing around. I've been replaying a lot of stuff. I replayed Last of Us Part Two because it got that PS5 update. Um, mm. Same with Plague Tale. I didn't quite finish Plague Tale yet, but I played most of it. Um, also a good update. But this past week, I finally got into the Splitgate beta, um, which if you don't know what Splitgate is, it's literally Halo plus Portal with the jetpacks from Call of Duty and the HUD of Overwatch. So it's that's every, what Splitgate is. So it's it's every uh, every it's, game. It's main it's mainly Halo plus Portal. Like it is shamelessly Halo plus Portal. Like I had all never the even weapons heard of this. I had never even heard of this thing until until I heard you bring it up on Twitter or I didn't so hear you bring it up on Twitter. I saw you but. blowing up right now. So basically um, it's free to play. 
Uh, it's doing a beta right now for the console releases as well as, you know, cross-play functionality. It's been out on PC, I think, for about a year or so in early access. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's really, really fun. If you can get over how shameless of a Halo um, ripoff it is, uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a blast. I haven't had this much fun with a multiplayer game in a long time. Um, and the portals like element adds just enough of like a gameplay twist to separate it from Halo, because like in casual, it really just feels like you're playing low budget Halo. But in like when you're actually playing in like some of these like tough ranked matches, like people will drop portals and then get like new sniper angles based off of that and stuff. Um, and you can shoot yourself through a portal if you'd like. If you'd like. Um, if you would care to. Yes. If, you, <laughs> if, like, if, if, um, if it pleases fancy. the court. If it pleases yeah. the court. But like the the core gunplay feel like has it has a lot of the recognizable weapons from Halo. They work a lot like they do in Halo. They have the announcer. Um, they have all the kill puns when you go on like uh, kill streaks and stuff. But it's really, really fun. Um, and it's kind of blowing up right now. I actually, I had downloaded it a while ago, but the um, the servers ha were getting blown up because so many people were trying to play it that, like, you had to, um, that you had to, like, wait in these ridiculously long queues to even log in. But they have since increased the server capacity. Um, so I've been playing quite a bit um this past week and just just really really enjoying it um i have a feeling its player base is probably gonna die down a lot once halo infinite was, actually that launches. was my next question yeah i was gonna because ask about that halo infinite's multiplayer is gonna be free to play on xbox and pc and I um, it. but i wouldn't be surprised if it continues to have like a pretty healthy player base on playstation because obviously halo's not gonna be there so, um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's really good. It's just re it's really well made. It feels really polished. Um, and I'm just having a blast <laughs> with it. Look at look at Derek's camera. Look at I'm look baby. at poor Twiggy down there. Martha's Twiggy's Martha's Martha's playing Mass me. Effect out there and Twiggy's scared of the gunshot noises. Oh, no. I dare Twiggy. you to Google Bandit Keith. I see. So apparently it's part of a Yu-Gi-Oh! And I don't Google, know what Yu-Gi-Oh! is. Google Bandit Keith and look at the image search. It's not. It's safe. You're fine. Okay, it's Bandit not, Keith. It's not appropriate. Just Google. That's you right now. Bandit. I didn't. I couldn't figure. I'm Keith. so glad when Maurice Betrayal said that because I, I saw him come on and I was like, oh, he's cosplaying. But then I, my brain did not. The, the synapses did not fire. To Holy shit. Me. That's that's you right now, <laughs> Bandit Keith. Wow. Okay. Uh, I don't remember anything about actual Bandit Keith from the show Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I remember no. watching Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged series, and I just remember the parody of Like, Bandit he's missing Keith the just, beard, but other than that, yeah. that's constantly being yeah. like, I love America, over yeah, and over that is, Yeah, no, I absolutely see it now. Yeah, yeah anyway, apologies I, I for derailing I'm like, again. I'm, like, just, punished Bandit Keith. I was just very glad to have the revelation that that's what was happening No, that's here. No, no, that, like, like I'm, I'm punished Bandit Keith. I'm Bandit Keith 20 years later. <laughs> After after uh after after he's retired, and uh, he, but he's being called out for one more, whatever it is that he does, a, a um, duel, a duel monsters, a, a duel. Yeah, right, exactly. What that was yes. what I was going to say next. Reb, Reb beat me to it. Thank you. Um, but yeah, absolutely. John uh, noted Yu Gi Oh. I think lore expert. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I know everything yeah. about Yu-Gi-Oh. I, I absolutely know what it is and I know your, everything about it. John, what's your Beyblade knowledge like? My oh, Beyblade yeah. knowledge. I've got like five downstairs. I got five Beyblades downstairs. I, I used I used to have more. I sold them because I don't use them anymore. Um, but I, I know a lot about it. I know I know no, quite a bit about uh, I don't about Beyblades. Um, but I want to talk about what Reb has been playing next because Reb has been it, it, it's it's been such a long time since we've had Reb on. So I'm very happy that she's here. Since the last time I was here. <laughs> Which well, what, what's that? I played so many video games since the last time I was here. What's the what's your favorite? What have you played most recently? Um, I'll, I'll give you two because um, and especially two that I haven't really gotten to talk about anywhere else, which I think is great because I get to talk. I get to talk about a lot of my I get to do Nintendo voice chat uh, with IGN a lot, which is really great. So I can talk about a lot of Switch games there, uh, but I don't get to talk about a lot of other things. Um, so actually, just last night, just last night, I finished Death's Door. Uh, which have you all yeah. talked about that here before? I've heard a lot about that. Do I need to like recap? What I'm this talking is? about. We it. haven't talked about it. I think on the show. Okay, I, so De- I so Death Store, uh, very like like very quick cycle of announcement to release. Like it was announced at E3, if I remember right, or at least like like that was the first time it was like shown on a big scale. It's like PC and Xbox. Um, it's a top down top down Zelda like where you play as a crow. Uh, who you, the crows are the the reapers, the grim reapers, effectively, and it's their job to go reap souls. Uh, but it, in the opening minutes of the game, the soul that you have been assigned uh, for your job uh, gets away from you in a spe- very specific way beyond death's door, and you have to obtain three great souls from these like big powerful creatures who have eluded death from a very long time in order to get your soul back so you can turn it in. Because if you don't turn your soul in, you you who are normally immortal are going to die, and you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fairly short game. I actually 100%ed it, which I 100%ed two games this year, and I have never 100%ed games that had like extra content before this. So this is a big year for me. Uh, but I 100%ed it. It only took about 16 hours to do that. I think to beat it is just like between 8 and 10. It's very short. Uh, but it's, it's such a pristine little game. Uh, like I said, top-down Zelda-like, so a nice little slashy combat, uh, little combos, a couple different weapons, uh, four skills, uh, a hookshot, a fireball, a bomb, and uh, a bow and arrow that you can upgrade. Uh, but everything, all the puzzles, all the combat revolving around that, absolutely beautiful music, just a phenomenal score uh, by by one of the two two uh, members of Acid Nerve, which is the, the main development team. They had some contractors as well, um, but really tight, looks really good, sounds really good, very fun to play, Lo- like the exact right amount of little hidden secrets, like the exact right amount that you want, uh, not so many that you're just like, what the hell, why are there so many, but like, but they feel really rewarding too, like there's lots of little, little tiny little lore bits. Um, it's one of those games that I feel like people look at and go, it's like Dark Souls, and it's not really like Dark Souls because I think I think one of the one of the most incredible things about it, and one of the things that I really appreciated about it, is it's very despite being a game about death and souls and fighting and swords, it's really gentle. It's really mm. gentle with you. Um, when you die, you just go back to your last checkpoint. It's really generous with its checkpoints. It's really generous with when it gives you only have you can only take you start out with four health bits. And whenever you get hit by anything, one goes away. So you can get hit four times. You can upgrade that a little bit, not too much. Uh, but it's very, there's no like health bar. There's no like anything like that. It's just, you get hit four times, you're dead. Uh, but it's very generous when it gives you like healing spots and checkpoints. And you don't lose anything when you die. Like you do collect souls, which you can turn in for upgrades. But there's no, there's no, it's the kind of game where when you die, it 
posts a big death on the screen like the oh so it's death. like resident awesome. evil it's like you have done no, yeah. no, no, no. but it's awesome because it like cuts out the screen and you can still yeah, see you can what's still going see. on in the background but oh so it's dark souls death. essential it's just like you die yeah in that regard and so the first time a couple times it happens you're like oh my god i just lost everything holy shit fuck like i died oh no but then you you didn't lose anything you still have all your stuff you just run back to where you were and do it again there's no there's no penalty. And I thought, oh, well, maybe this is going to make it feel very inconsequential. It doesn't. It feels really good. It feel, it's just inviting you to learn and get better and eventually move forward. It feels so good. Um, and it's also, I, I don't know, it's just gentle. Like the soundtrack uses a lot. The soundtrack can be intense. It has some very intense tracks, but it, it has a lot of piano and a lot of like more gentle kind of like soothing things. Um, it, it, the mechanic for healing. So they're, they're these little flower pots that are scattered around and then there are seeds and you find a seed. They're exactly the same amount of seeds as there are in flower pots. Uh, so every flower pot has a corresponding seed and you plant them and then a healing flower will grow. And then if you want, you can consume it, fill up your health. And then the next time you enter or exit one of the doors, which is the transport between all the areas, uh, it will, it will revive itself. So you get like a new heal every time that happens. Um, but it's so generous with those. When you start playing, you initially think, oh, God, I need to save these seeds. It's like saving healing pots. Like, oh, no, I need to I need to hoard all these because otherwise I'm not going to have enough later. But I got I was like half of the game. I was like, I've got like six seeds just sitting. Why do I need all these? I'm just going to start throwing. And you do. And it's good. It's it's just so gentle with you in a way that I I did not expect. And I really appreciate it as like a busy adult who does not have time for this crap. Um and 100%ing it was very fun and rewarding. There, are, there's some really it's it's from the people who made Titan Souls, and there's some interesting like Titan Souls tie-ins if you really want to dig for them. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a really nice game. It's I real was very good. Impressed. This was announced at the at the indie direct the other day for Switch, right? Mm-mm. No, or, or was it? Or I might no. be thinking of something yeah, else. It was E3. Okay, like was I, it, I, was I, it in the Xbox One? I don't remember actually. It was. It was, it was in. It was in the yeah. Xbox One. It's. It's. It was one of the Game Pass announcements. I would assume this would come to right. Switch at some point, though, right? Because it seems like a perfect fit. It's, um, a game that, it, it's one of those games that looks like it should be on Switch. Yeah, but I have no yeah. idea. I don't have any inside knowledge to that. Right now, it's just Xbox and PC, as far as we know. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Um, <laughs> if you guys don't mind, <clears throat> I would like to go next. Um, go because I've got. I'm, I'm going to talk about three games, but they're going to be quick. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is uh, Final Fantasy three, not six, but Final Fantasy three. Uh, the one the the one that never got ported. Uh, we've we you know, it finally uh, the 2D version of Final Fantasy three finally saw a release in uh, in the West uh, as part of the Pixel Remaster series. Um, and without getting into all my issues with, you know, the, the fonts and stuff like that, because there are mods now or whether or not it's going to come to console, because we all know it is. Um, Final Fantasy three is now one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. Um, and I'm and I'm somebody who played the 2D remake. Um, you know, there it's just it it is. If this makes any sense, it's just JRPG chicken soup. A simple story. Um, you know, it's the first time that we saw the uh, any of the jobs in Final Fantasy. Um, you know, uh, you know, there's five different airships in the game, and there's a big bad guy that you don't see till the very end. Um, and then you know, the Heroes of Light save the world. Like it's very, very classic JRPG. Uh, but it's but that's why I love it. Um, and uh, I just it, it it's gorgeous. Like it the if there's one thing the Pixel remasters are doing very well, it's the visuals and the sound. Like the sound is fuck. Like the the entire soundtrack. Square Enix, please sell that sell these soundtracks because holy shit. Um, they're they're like everything is everything is rearranged and it's uh I cannot I I cannot stop gushing over just how 
colorful and crisp and chunky those those remade uh, uh pixels are it's just it looks so good um it's just a really wholesome game and it's exactly what i needed right now um so uh yeah final fantasy 3 one of my new one of my new favorite final fantasy games um the other two games to talk about real quick with the first one is neo the world ends with you mm, uh i, good, I think yes. i'm I'm more than halfway through the game now, and um, as a big fan of The World Ends With You, like, I've finished that game multiple times, uh, I love Neo The World Ends With You, although, I've said it before and I'll say it again, should have been called The World Ends With Two. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, come on, it's, it should have, right? Like, Man, I I've mean, been saying, I said that when it was first announced, and John oh. gave me so much shit for it. That's, oh, that's uh, John's Finn, way. Finn, please, that laugh I just did. Please, cont- please go forward, attributing that laugh to you. Then. Oh. That was, wait, hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Finn is full of shit. <laughs> yes. Finn is full of shit. No, no. no. When uh, I'll, I'll, find, I will hunt down the tweet. Hunt down the tweet, Finn. But at any rate, um, I love it. Uh, and I was wondering how I was going to feel about it because the world ends with you did something really unique with its stylus based controls. Uh, this is much more of an uh, just a straight up action RPG, but in a weird way, Finn, have you played Neo the world ends with you yet? I have it, but I have not played it yet. Cause I was finishing death's door. Okay. Um, so, but, but, but Finn, you've played Valkyrie profile for of PlayStation. Course. Okay. Yeah. So actually, you know what? The combat really reminds me in a way of Valkyrie profile because every, all everybody's attacks are mapped to a certain button. Uh, for example, like, you know, uh, Rindu's attack, you know, depending on, on what pin you have equipped might be mapped to, you know, X and, you know, another pin might be mapped to B or A or Y. And uh, essentially, and, and aside from that, it works exactly like the combat in uh, The World Ends With You did. When you use up uh, the power of a pin, you have to wait X amount of time before you can use that pin again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a lot of, there's a lot of strategy involved uh, because as you get more characters, um you know uh, your attacks get more powerful you can chain attacks together uh and you know execute different levels of more powerful attacks but but there's a there's a high amount of strategy in the combat that i was not anticipating uh and i there are some big spoilers already uh that yeah that that like i'm i'm only i'm a little more than halfway through the game and um what i will say is not a great starting point for the world ends with you if you no have not played the first one uh, I would highly recommend you go back and do that before playing this. Um, I, I reviewed uh, it for IGN as, 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 as Red just said, review, like the review embargo for IG for everybody on that game. So it's if you played the first one, you know it is divided into weeks. And this is a spoiler, but it shouldn't it shouldn't be one like it, it's more the Reapers game is more than one week. It continues after you finish the first week. Shocker! Uh, everything after the first week was embargoed. I couldn't talk about it in the review. Like literally everything couldn't show screens because even like a, I was Imran and I were both reviewing it at the same time. And I was ahead of him and I was playing portable switch and he was playing on the PS4 and I was just like hiding it. Cause I'm like literally glancing at my screen as a spoiler. <laughs> I cannot wait to quick play question. This. I know they re-released the first world yeah, world ends with you on yes, switch, but is it, is that also on PlayStation? Cause I know Neo is, I no. just didn't know if, okay. I don't believe it is. It is on, there's a version no. of it on mobile. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Okay. I will. And, I and it just would in. not work on. I would not work on PlayStation due to the touch controls. There's also oh, yeah, a, okay, gotcha, gotcha. A really well, good animated but, adaptation. So people, some people say it's bad. I, I mean, mm. okay. So let me put it this way: it is definitely not up to the standards of like 
what I would watch in a seasonal anime, but I am very picky and want really, really good stuff. This is so much better than, say, the Persona 4 or Persona 5 anime. Let me put it sure, that Sure, okay. So, for most people, it'll be a good time. May, may I chime in as so, someone who uh, finished the, it? Yeah. Oh, you, you continue. Please. You finish, John. You finish. No, 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 Rep, please, go ahead. I was just going to say, as, as someone who did finish it and trying to be spoiler-free here, I, I loved the first game so much. I did review it for IGN if you want to like go read that. But um, I, I loved the first game very much. I played it as a teenager, and it was like really personal to me. But it's been so long since the first game. And also, the, the first week, the part that is less spoilery, is all about getting to know Rindo, Fret, and Nagi, this new trio of people, and getting to know their story. And I felt like... The, the first game follows Neku on this very personal journey of like growth and coming of age and like learning that the world is only as big as he's willing to make it. And it's a really beautiful, like meaningful story. And he has a lot of growth. It's a cool character arc. And it's been so long since the first game that even though it was a sequel and I expected a lot of returning characters and a lot of references to the first game, um, I got really attached to Rindo, Fret, and Nagi, but especially Fret and Nagi. Like they're really, really cool characters. Um, I thought it would be a similar arc of the three of them self-discovering and things like that. It was very much a direct sequel to the first game. So if that's what you're looking for, if you just played Final Mix and loved it, or if you've just been really wanting a direct sequel for all these years, that is what it is. I feel like that's not what its marketing made it out to be, and that's kind of a bummer, um, and that really disappointed me. But I would agree with it. I, I would agree with that. Like, I, I, I definitely think Neku is a far more fleshed out and interesting character than Rindo is personally. Yes. Um, also, gets I'm not so a huge fan of, by the end. I, I'm just, I'm also not a huge fan of Rindo's design. Like I like Neku's design. That's a small thing that it really doesn't matter a whole lot, but I, I just, I thought Neku was a more visually arresting character, uh, than, than Rindo is. Um, but, uh, but I'm, I'm still loving it. And, and, uh, my plan yeah. is to finish it by the end of the weekend. Um, the music the only is now on Spotify. Oh, it, it, that track is fucking yes. dang it. That for all, the, ga- for all the games and the anime, all soundtracks now on Spotify. Yeah, fucking, your heart fucking out, outstanding. And, uh, I love that soundtrack. It's one of Derek's the few curiosity. physical CDs I have at this point. Oh, so. so good. And uh, the only thing I'll say about Axiom Verge 2 is that I've played about five minutes of it, and um, it's very, very pretty. But I haven't been able to sink enough time into it to, to talk about that one extensively yet. Um, why you don't we talk? skip bosses in that game. Uh, I don't just, know how I feel about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I've, I've been trying to like figure out how to parse what I think about this because I've not played this game, so maybe my thoughts are invalid. I feel it feels just knowing what I know about Metroidvanias and loving what I love about Metroidvanias. It feels like it's an attempt at accessibility that could have been better solved by offering. And I think it does have pretty good disability settings, from what I understand too. Uh, or accessibility settings, I apologize. Um, but it feels like an attempt at accessibility that ended up being a weird game design choice instead of... I, I have heard yeah. people say, people that I trust say that I like the Axiom Verge 2. The The first one was better. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you know, but but we'll see. Like, uh, you know, that's not to say it's a bad game. Right. Um, but I'm definitely going into it, no, knowing stuff like that, Reb, uh, I'm definitely going into it with some trepidation um why don't we why don't we move on to derek and then we'll we'll close it out with finn and we'll launch into our big topic okay okay well um i haven't been on in a couple weeks so the uh i I will start with the thing that hasn't been going as long i finally got my hands on a ps5 it took you long enough at you so it only really is just arrived and i've been super busy with work so i haven't had a lot of time to play it 
mostly because I'm sacrificing a lot of time to Martha as she continues to play Mass Effect. But um, I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales on it. I held out on playing it until I got the PS5 because I want to play good the PS5 man. version. Good choice. It's it's good. It's just so good. Um, I love the Insomniac Spider-Man. Miles Morales is incredible so far. I love how fluid the game runs on new systems and how quick loading is. It's 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 a I, I I've joked on Twitter a couple times. It's a PS4 but five, and that's what I wanted. <laughs> so, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Although I will say the interface needs some needs some work. Sure, that's every it, Sony system. They all have terrible yeah, OSs. That's it, just not great. how it works. Um, I, I've heard good things about some of the changes in the new firmware update. I I, I I don't I'm not in the beta myself, but I've heard good. There's some good improvements. In I there don't. I've never used a side. Sony product that had a good UI ever so yeah. i'm just not expecting that to PS4 change uh, it's bad. fine PS3 it's and psp fine. xmb bar no, is not yeah good. the xmb is amazing not good. The XMB was good. I, I continuing so i haven't had a lot of time to play ps5 but miles morales is what i have been playing so far um and a little astro's playroom because it's you know you gotta you gotta play with the new controller um what i have been doing is on a whim i've been playing through the dead rising games again because I only ever played the first two. Oh, nice. And then, um, uh, what is it? Case West, where it's like the remix of two, mm, but it's got Frank yeah. as the main character. I never actually played three or four because of the negative reception to them. So I replayed one for the first time in ages. Great time. Uh, replayed two for the first time in ages because every time I've gone back, I've played Case West, not actual Dead Rising 2. Uh, and then I played through three and beat it and I'm working through four and I gotta say three's a way better game than people gave it credit for at the time. Everyone made it out like it was dumb and grim dark and didn't have any of the sense of humor or silliness of dead rising. And it looks kind of like it really badly wants to be an AMC original series for sure. I acknowledge (laughs) that, but like, it's still a very silly game. Um, and then Dead Rising 4 has been a blast so far. It's I know it doesn't have the time limit and people are very upset that you don't have the the Majora's Mask time management thing going on. And it might have been better to offer that as an option rather than cut it out entirely if they wanted the game to be more accessible to people. But it's just it's fun. It's silly. I stuck a propane tank on a Triceratops mask and made a fire-breathing Triceratops mask that I could use to headbutt zombies. It's so good. good. Who among us? Who among good us has not choice. done this on a Saturday yes. night? Like it's it's just a, a very truly silly game, and it's all set in Christmas, so they kind of do the the Dawn of the Dead like shopping mall consumerism zombies thing, but explicitly. Oh, this is tie technically it. a Christmas game, the same way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. That's well, what, yes. much more so because it's it's oh. like everything is Christmas and it's explicitly uh. tying and comparing like the zombie horde to like Black Friday shoppers. Interesting. Um, which yeah. is somebody who has serious PTSD from retail. Um, like I appreciate. But um, no, I just they're fun. They're a lot of fun. And we, I think, unfairly maligned the third and fourth games for not being a straight up remake of Dead Rising one like two basically was. And uh, it makes me sad that Capcom Vancouver basically got shut down because of how unfair we were to those games, I feel like. Um, But. You know, it's what it is. I'm having fun with them. That's that's me. That's, what got. That's what's important, Derek, is that you're having fun with I them. I am having fun. No, the times that I'm available, I'm working so much right now. 
I remember back when I was still in like slideshow mill content territory and I remember every year we would do like top 10 Christmas games or whatever and Dead Rising always in there fantastic always in there Derek you're so good um Finn Finn with uh, the the father of Saki so to speak um we're talking about the puppet not the uh, not the actual uh, alcoholic drink um Finn what have you been playing in between your well, bouts of being a father. I can, uh, I, I don't have to spend too much time on this because it, the big one I've been playing lately is Death's Door and Reb did a great job breaking that one down. I want to know what you like about it, though. Uh, I, I've captured my second giant soul and I'm making my way into uh, the third area. I, I now have, uh, I've just, I really love the sense of it, it, it you put it in a good way it is very zelda-esque in its exploration and it's a uh, discoverability like the kind of way you feel like oh i found this little secret nook and now i've got a bunch more souls to upgrade my abilities it just but it never feels overwhelming and the it, it's a brisk game the pace is really strong and you it doesn't waste a lot of time with padded content like it yeah. set out to to deliver an experience and it's not wasting any time with it. And I really appreciate it. I do want to point out, uh, I really love the humor of the game. Yes. Uh, the writing is so good. The the one that really stands out, obviously is the one that most people mention is when the, you fight the frog uh, King and his title card. Yeah. And it just keeps going. I had to screenshot it to read all of it. Cause it was so good, but yeah. it's the, it's the little things. Like if you read a sign, and then if you attack the sign and cut it in half, if you read the sign again, the sign is cut. Like the, the dialogue box is cut in half the same way you cut the sign. And I just I don't know why that tickles me so much, but I lo- really love that little attention to detail to it. Yeah, um, I thought the pacing going up to so the first boss, like the old woman, the urn. Yeah. I, I thought the pacing going up to her was really, really strong because they built they build up to these bosses, the three giant souls like you especially the two that you've seen already they they the characters they pop up repeatedly and they like taunt you and yeah. it's built up over like a course of several different areas where it's just like oh well you're in the urn which is the state oh well there she is she's there she's taunting you and it just it gets bigger and bigger so you're like geared up you're you're ready yeah. you're going in there you're gonna fight her you walk in and she's up there brewing you're like oh i'm gonna kick her ass and she turns around and she just goes you little shit and it just <laughs> i, I died it was so, so yeah uh it's good times. But yeah, Death Store is great. Uh, I'm not even mad that it'll eventually come to Game Pass. I paid full price and I'm, and, and felt very justified in it. Um, also, I'm playing the new Pie Cross game. Uh, the Sega Genesis edition. No, it's Cross. Absolutely Cross. They released a Sega Genesis like crossover game where all the puzzles are different Sega Genesis and Master System characters. And, you know, I don't need an extra reason to play another of these games. I've played every single one the Jupiter Company has put out, and I have 100 percented every single one. And uh, I mean, to the point where now people tag me on Twitter when they see a new announcement because they just know that I'm going to go. I'll drop I drop everything when a new game comes out. I don't play anything else until I finish this. Uh, 
I, I am a, I am a fanatic, as one might say. So that is which is weird. Are the two games I'm playing. I, I can't understand it. Like when I see when I see numbers, like I I, I get a slow rash that spreads uh, down my right arm. Um, <laughs> like I I numbers literally make me break out in hives. So John I don't just, do I math you. no good. I don't do math at all. I don't do math he, at all. That's why he gets weirder every time they release a new Final Fantasy game. She's like, like I can't no count good. much higher. <laughs> <laughs> This guy, I love it. Uh, John, Brad, you geez. literally put that costume on, John. What do you think yeah. was going to happen? Hey, look, this isn't a costume. This is just who I am, okay? Mm. You know what? By the way, CJ, CJ is currently <laughs> roasting you on Twitter, and it's amazing. Oh, That's, fine. Oh, That's fine. I love it. Anyway, so P cross, pie cross, pick cross, however you want to pronounce it. I love them. Uh, and those are the two games I've been playing. I did just buy Axiom Verge and I have uh, Neo World Ends with you. So those will probably be my next forays. Awesome. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I uh, had a fun little topic tonight. I wanted to talk about uh, dead franchises that we haven't seen a release for in a long time. That we How would long love are to we see talking? Back. Um, 10 years. Okay. 10 or 15 years at the least at the least longer wow. longer is better longer is better no no i want older franchises uh and i want to start with reb because no. one she's our guest no i don't have anything on my brain right now ask someone else you're wearing reb, it on your shirt what reb you're, it's literally That's on such your shirt. a cop out i always talk about golden sun because okay. it's a good answer fine what's right. the prompt john okay so what's that what's the prompt what do you mean Dead franchises that you oh, love dead to franchise. see. Yeah, dead franchises. Yeah. Dead franchises that you that you want to see come back. Um, but you have to change something. You have to change something about the gameplay. Um, it can't just be like a, a, a remaster or oh, or well, re Golden Sun's not my answer then. Okay. Okay. So so I, I'll because give you I, just, I don't even want them to make a sequel. I just want them to make I just want them to give me ports. I don't it is too late for a sequel for this game. It would oh, not it's be never getting a sequel. No yeah. one's going to make. Actually, no, no. Do you know what I want? Immediately you know like, take actually, it back. No. Yep, do you know what I actually legitimate? Okay, so this is like this is a horse I have ridden many times. People have heard me talk about this. This is not new to anyone. Uh, have if you have not heard uh, the good word. Uh, so Camelot, Camelot, the developers behind Golden Sun and Golden Sun: The Lost Age, very interesting little studio. Primarily now work on. Uh, Nintendo sports games. They are the the people who bring us the, the good news of Mario Tennis and Mario Golf primarily. Um, and way back when they were doing gold, they've also done like Shining Force and a few other things, but like, yeah. like the Mario sports games are the ones that people know them for. Um, and back when they were still doing like RPGs and stuff when they were working on Golden Sun, uh, they also at the same time released a Game Boy Advance Mario Golf game. Yep. Um, and, and that was like, that was very interesting because if you, you could go, what's it called? Mario golf. Uh, what's uh, the Game Boy Advance one? Toadstool tour. Is it Toadstool no. tour? That's the Game no. Boy Advance one. No, 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 no. Game Boy okay. Advance is Mario. No, it's just Mario golf advance. Yeah. Mario golf advance tour. Yeah, right. Yeah. So if you look that up, if you're familiar with Golden Sun at all, you look that it was up. so good. Like, look at a YouTube like playthrough of it. Uh, this game is just Golden Sun. Like, they basically just took the Golden Sun, all the all the assets they had made from Golden Sun, and they just like stuck. They made a golf game out of it, which I think is the most brilliant thing in the entire world. I think that is so smart. I think that is just just wildly interesting uh, for them to do. So this is. This is like a really weird answer, but I like I kind of want to see them do this in reverse. Like I want to see them do 
like, not, maybe not Golden Sun, but like some kind of RPG using the, the crap from their most recent Mario Golf game. I'll literally turn around and do it in reverse or, or make like a golf game with the golden sun characters. I don't even care. I just, I, I think it is so wild to like watch the playthroughs of that Mario golf game and be like, this is just golden sun, like down to the bones of this game. That is exactly what this is, except they scrapped all the RPG systems and the turn-based battle systems and put golf systems in like absolutely bonkers that they did this. And I want to see them do it in reverse because I think that'd be really cool. I don't think it would be a good game necessarily <laughs> because I don't think there's any way to recreate the things that were good about golden sun like, like if anyone tried to remake golden sun now they would just make like a 3d like they wouldn't, they, would make it, yeah. they wouldn't make anything good like it was it was like specifically at home on the game boy advance pushing the limits of the game boy advance systems camelot does not have the resources to make like a, a really good like turn-based kind of rpg that would do that kind of thing like bravely default is the closest thing we have to what i want from golden sun now I right realized. i agree um like very much. Uh, so if they ever wanted to team up with Square Enix and make that great, but uh, but yeah, like I would I would love to see like some weird. I, w- I want to see like Golden Sun in golf form or golf in RPG form. That doesn't golf answer. That's not the answer to your question. Yeah, golf and sun. That's not the answer. That's not at all what you asked. But I felt put on the spot. No, that's close. Cool. Really no, it is. And no, I think that's... it'd be weird. And I want people to make more weird games, weird stuff. Make more weird things. I don't care. Put Waluigi and everything. So, so this wow. is where like like one of the you know one of the franchises i talk about the most is parasite eve right like like i think that's primed for a a complete overhaul but you know what i'm going to give a different answer um and i think uh i think finn will back me up on this one you know what i think you know what i would love to see come back completely chrono. remade from the ground up what's that chrono nope vagrant okay. story oh yeah mm, music good vagrant story because i went back and i tried to replay vagrant story uh, earlier this year and those gameplay mechanics do not hold up well at all. There was a lot of things about that game that have not aged well. Visually, it's still one of the most impressive titles on the PlayStation. Um, it's got a very almost comic booky style fin, I would say, in regards to its art and its text bubbles um, and the way it presents itself. But man, the combat in that game and the equipment in that game is so obtuse. It, it None of it's explained. Um, it, it's not fleshed out well, and it's just a burden to play. Uh, especially since you're having to continually uh, change weapon types depending on your enemy. And to do that, you've got to go into a menu. You've got to go into your equipment. You've got to change your weapon. You've got to back all the way out, attack that enemy's specific body part. And then uh, when you when a different enemy comes in in the same fight, you got to do the whole thing over again. So I think a top down remake. I would love to see Vagrant Story come back with just like a much more streamlined battle system. Put it in third person um, and put those weapons on some kind of a wheel that you can just select with the with the touch of a shoulder button. Um, I would love to like Vagrant Story is one of those titles that I just never really got the love from Square Enix that I think it deserved. And I, I think it's time for I think it's time. For, I think it's time for that game to make a comeback. And I see you're saying that knowing that it will never fucking happen. I know Vagrant Story is not coming back um uh but yeah that's yeah that's what i think i i would love to see that something something that hasn't aged well like vagrant story derek what about you so i'm thinking on this um i might have gone with lost planet but it's uh, 2013 is the most recent entry so it's probably too recent for the way we're counting things um i'm gonna go with mischief makers uh, and I know I've I've attempted to share the love of Mischief Makers before on this channel. Um, it is such a weird little one-off N64 game. I love it. It is just quirky and funny and weird-looking, and its entire gameplay 
is built around shaking and throwing things, and it's just very fun and silly. And I think that you could translate that into like a 3D platformer and take that, you know, carrying, shaking, throwing mechanic and make everything super physics based. Especially and, with like with, with like um, uh, gyro based controls these yes, days. Yes. Yeah. But just something just completely bonkers physics based um, in terms of like the puzzles and the level design and the combat and just like where you throw a thing into like eight other things and just everything should feel like bowling, basically. But the I don't know. It's it's Mischief Makers is wonderful. And any opportunity to have more of that is a good thing. And the only way you could translate that into 3D, I feel like, is to lean into the throwing as a mechanic and just. uh. When did that come out, Derek? I mean, it's an N64 game, so it's Fuck, crusty. So it's that a 98, 99, something like that. Probably. Oh, that makes me feel old. Yeah. Finn, do you have an old Finn? Toss us a franchise, man. Toss okay. us a franchise that that you want to see come back. Uh, I want to see Beautiful Joe as a turn-based RPG. Ooh. Oh, I like that. No, but you're gonna have to expound on that because that's a really, really interesting fucking idea. Beautiful Joe already has an incredibly like colorful cast of redonkulous characters, and the abilities yeah. already like make themselves lent to like really cool skill tree upgrade type thing, whether it's the fast forward flame attack or was it the slowdown flame attack? No, it was the fast forward flame attack, like the slowdown mode, the zoom in, like they had all these kind of options that I think could be tailored really well. And then they, in, in follow up beautiful Joe games, they expanded the cast of uh hero characters so you could have beautiful Joe. I mean, we could also have a cameo from Dante from Devil May Cry because, you know, what game wasn't made right better? on the box? Exactly. The what Devil game, May Cry franchise. Yeah. What game in that era wasn't made better with a cameo from Dante from Devil May Cry? I'll still never forget how Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne plastered on its case. I remember, on yeah, too, <laughs> featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. I love and for no fucking reason so, whatsoever. I want and every knuckles. game. Every game that has any kind of like DLC character to have that sticker on the New box. funky mode. New funky mode. Featuring Funky Kong from the Donkey Kong series right, on the exactly. box of Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you have like with the V point system, you already have a, a nice build level up. You have Sylvia who could be like a character. Like, I don't know if it has to be turn based. Maybe you want to pull in a Tales of style, like live, like real time action combat. But in my mind, I want a turn-based scenario. Uh, but I just think Beautiful Joe is a franchise that could transition into that genre and not lose any of its charm. Um, and I want them to keep the comic book cel-shaded art style 100%. Like, oh, yeah, the art style for the, those games is so iconic. The yeah, villains like, were so crazy. Like, I actually, actually, you know, the more I think about it, the, I would want it to be a Mario RPG scenario where you think you're going to fight the existing villains, but a new villain has caused them all to have to join up with you in an enemy of my enemy is my friend scenario. And those people either become the, the original bosses from one and two become either your summons or your party members. I you would know love what? to summon Damn Hulk it. Davidson on my yes! enemies. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> such, you know, it's, it's, it's just such a, uh, a franchise that I feel could do so much nowadays 
but I don't know if we'll ever see it again. So beautiful mm -hmm. Joe, come back in my life, please. I wanted to do something beyond what I normally do. I would usually be like, give me a new Shadow Hearts or give me a new Chrono game, but you know, Shadow I, Hearts I'm would be so fucking up. good, Finn. We don't want new a new Chrono game would be cursed. We don't want it. I know, but yeah, I can I've it. I've I've given this argument before. Yeah, yeah, like I yeah, would like I, I, I would like a turn-based RPG where I can summon Mr. Bandit Keith up there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. yeah. I mean, I'm right here. Hey, there's nobody to summon me because I'm currently I'm right John, here. John, do so. me a favor. Just do me a favor, please. Can you just say "For America" in that exact tone, please? Do I like just in that exact tone? Yeah. Yes. Like, okay. For America. Little whinier. For America. There it is. There's the band of Keith I know and love. Okay, really there you go. Yeah. Perfect. I, I just watched Reb's head shrink in between her shoulders as she <laughs> chuckled. <laughs> I hope someone that. That was special. So, um, Justin, <laughs> I'm a natural, apparently, uh, according to chat. Justin, what is a game franchise that you would bring back, and why is that game franchise uh, Metal Gear? <laughs> well, yeah, that. I mean, it's not quite been long enough like that that's the thing is like a bunch of the ones that i would admit are like not quite long enough justin um, we don't count metal thing. gear solid five we don't count that game it was never finished you can't count what you you cannot count what John, never, you, can, you absolutely can't you just it was it was it a was game really? that came out john Whatever. stop gatekeeping your own open oh, yeah, question like 100 hours into that game. So, all right give us a game uh, give us a franchise justin uh and then there's a lot so a bunch of the ones I was going to say have gotten remakes or new entries announced this year. Um, but one sticks out to me, and it might not be quite long enough, but I'm going to say it anyway. Sleeping Dogs. Um, That's a Sleeping good Dogs open world game uh, from Square Enix that took place in Hong Kong uh, with like a really, really great uh, like martial arts combat system. And it was so, so much fun. Um, it was cheesy. It was fun. It was over the top, the top. And like. There's so few like open world games that like have the same kind of vibe, like there's so much like awesome stuff from like a lot of like Asian action films that would work so great in games and they're so underutilized, like they're you know, environments that we haven't, you know, seen too often. They're like gameplay types, characters and stuff like I would love to see like a sleeping dogs in Shanghai or something. Uh, but that studio um, is gone. Square, Square Enix tried to do like some free to play multiplayer thing. I remember that. that. Yeah, later. it did not. It was, it was really bad. Like, I think it was something else that they decided to make into sleeping dogs but sleeping, yeah i would I, just I, love to see that come back because it was just such a silly fun cool game Derek, Derek? His finger up yeah well when you're done i just thought of another really good one but are you done i'm done oh, okay yes so i had a good one because this is actually a series and not just a one-off game that nobody but me played um Bring back Bloody Roar. Yes! But, but yes! make it like a 3D beat-em-up instead of a fighting game. Because nobody plays fighting games. I, I say this as somebody who plays that. a lot of fighting games. Nobody plays fighting games. But it if you make it like a Streets of Rage good. style... 
you know dude bloody you, yeah you got to keep that polygonal uh uh visual style though Derek. as long as i can what? still be the dude who turns into a penguin that's that's a I must have big, i want to be top hat gorilla man that's sorry all, that's all bring about. back bring back clay fighter 63 and a third oh but have Derek. it be no 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 i've got one for you Derek, one how for do you, you feel how do you feel about uh that sa- that same concept but with primal rage Instead of bloody roar. <laughs> well, now you've just introduced dinosaurs to the mix, which just a does bunch make of gorillas most running things better. On everybody and burning their flesh off. I do um, like dinosaurs a lot. So I, I got one for you guys. I got one. I got one for you guys. And this is something <laughs> CJ and Chet, yo, bring back the pissing. Yeah, that's exact. Yeah, that was the thing that I remember most about Primal Rage is uh, the gorilla pissing. Actually, John, before you go, I do want to say something from Chad is that CJ gave a really cool one. Bring back F-Zero, but it has a Yakuza-style game where he plays Captain Falcon doing bounty hunts. Oh, just running around beating the shit out of everybody. Nintendo doesn't know what a bounty hunter is. Right. (laughs) Clearly. Remember the story? They don't know. Like, they, they, they were trying to, like, do... Someone was trying to do some Samus game. Like, they, they had the license or whatever, and they were trying to do... Like, what if we made a, a Samus game where she actually does hunt some bounties? And they're like, what does that mean? Like, you know, assassinates <laughs> people for hire? And they're like, no, she doesn't do that. <laughs> what do you think a bounty hunter is? <laughs> so, also, she has hunted entire species to extinction multiple times in that game series. Yeah, but she wasn't so, paid to do it, so... She wasn't. She was just fighting weird monster things. Okay, so I, I've, got, go I've, got a, I've got a good one that's also going to be controversial for a lot of people. That's uh, here we go. Um, I'll say Final Fantasy, bud. It has nothing to do with Final Fantasy at all. Well, that's not um, true. I'm worried. Uh, no, it doesn't. Not at all. Um, Onimusha. Okay. Uh, I see okay, Onimusha. that would be a cool one. I want to see Onimusha come back. What's the twist? As a 2D Metroidvania. No, I can fuck with that, actually. Yeah, okay, sure. I'm down. A, it, with that, with that really... Why would that be controversial? With that really crisp... Because, you know, people think Animusha and they think, oh, I, I needed to be... You know, most people would probably be like, oh, I wanted to be like Ghost of Tsushima open world style. Most people right. haven't played an Onimusha. That's true. That's the sad part. But I think I think Onimusha... Can John Renault well. still be in it? What's yes. that? Yes. Can Jean Renault still be Abs- in oh, it? Oh, dude, I've yes, I, of course. Like, you can play as him or Samanosuke. Um, but, uh, dude, Onimusha, I think, in the visual style of, like, Symphony of the Night as a big, massive, kind of open-ended uh, 2D Metroidvania um, where there's a bunch of secrets to explore. Like, I think if, if you're going to bring back Onimusha, that's how you do it. That would be so fucking awesome. I think the style, I think that the visual appeal of that world would really lend itself well to something on a on just a, a nice flat plane. Because um, I feel like if you're gonna bring something like that back, you've got to do it different. Derek, you look like you want to say something. Okami, but it's just a painting game. <laughs> you know, that's really what I mean, Derek. That's really what it was to begin with. No, no, it was a Zelda game. Make it a painting. It was game. a Zelda game. Make it yeah, just a yeah. beautiful watercolor painting game. Somebody, somebody, toss me another franchise that you would bring back much differently. No. I, I had an actual answer after thinking about it for let's, half Let's a hear minute. it, Reb. I want to hear uh, it. And I, I typed it in chat, but I can, I can explain it too. Artinelico. Like, Art, I don't know when the last time they had an Artinelico. I don't think I played any of those. 
When was the last time there was an Artanelico game? I know, I know what they are, but I've never played one. I assume they're just like a JRPG series. It sounds like a random JRPG series. The last release was in 2010. Okay, so it's from Gust, which is still making a bunch of other things. Um, The Artanelico, I've played, I've only played the first one, and and here's where I fell off of it. So the Artanelico games are this really cool uh, turn-based RPG series uh, where I mean it takes place in this world uh, where where. I mean, there's a bunch of like weird fantasy conceits that are very cool. There's like a big tower and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but like music and famously singing. no big towers in the real world. There's like these robots. <laughs> there's like these kind of like not really robots, but like the, these like hyper intelligent uh, artificial intelligence uh, robot pe- women uh, who have this capability. They were designed this capability to sing these very specific songs that can make like cool magic shit happen. Um, and there's there's like all this like lore around that. But the, the thing that is really cool about Artanelico is that is two things. One, they created multiple entire musical languages for this game. The music is incredible. It will make your brain explode. Just Google like the Artanelico, the first Artanelico game soundtrack and just start listening to it through. Oh my God, it will like pierce your soul. It's so good. Um, but the other thing is that the turn-based battle system is really good. You have, uh, I think, I believe if I remember right, you, usually in the first game, you have two characters in front who do normal turn-based battle crap. Uh, but then you have a Ravatail, who is one of those like little robot people in the back, and you pick a song for her to sing, and you're, the two people in front are protecting her. The enemies can't hit her unless they're both down. So you have to protect her and keep her singing. And her songs can do different things. They can heal, they can do damage, they can buff you, all these other things. And you can choose how long for her to sing or how powerful you want her to sing. And there's all sorts of strategy involved with choosing what she is doing in the back of the fight while the other two are up there fighting. And it's, it's, it's very cool. Um, it's a really great game. But the thing that put me off of it is it's got some weird sexual innuendo shit in it. Like there's a whole thing where you got to, it, it's a very JRPG thing where you have to do like these dives into their minds to like help them confront their inner demons, the Rave tales and like, you know, come out on the other side. stronger. Uh. Um, it gets real creepy. It's not great. It's got, it's, it's this wonderful JRPG that you don't expect to have weird, creepy visual novel elements, uh, but then it does. And so what I would do is I would just get rid of literally all of that, any of the innuendos, any of the weird sexual shit. Um, and like, I, I'm not getting rid of like all romance options. Like I think that's fine, but I would just totally replace it with like a Fire Emblem Three Houses style of things where there's like giving gifts and having conversations and like building up trust in battle and all these other things. And, and then tea. and then that tea. unlocking, yeah, and having tea or whatever the equivalent is with them. And then that unlocking cutscenes where you just get to know them better and the ability to pursue both friendships and relationships instead of just like everything getting real creepy real quick. So that's not like a huge shift, but that's what I do. I bring Artillery like, back and just make it way more pg-13 i mean I, I don't think this is a, a a controversial take but i do think that anime influenced jrpgs in general could stand to be like 30 percent less horny right yeah like i love a horny game as much right, as the next person don't right get me wrong, there's a time and place for it and yeah. it's not every it's single, adults. not every single anime inspired JRPG. With characters <laughs> that look like teenagers. No. Right. Right. No. 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 The time is not Persona Five, y'all. Like, yeah. <laughs> and also like not necessarily embedded in the middle of a really like strong and interesting turn based RPG. That if you just like look at the box, that's not what you think you're getting into. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it, it took me by surprise. I was playing in my college dorm back when I was still super duper Catholic and I was having this great time. And then all of a sudden he's like 
trying to plug something into her and it gets very innuendo filled. That doesn't sound good. And there's the one of those like, very typical the scenes end. where like there's a woman tied like John, like, weird, John weird, like no. In that in that outfit, you saying that doesn't sound good after that is ju- just felt very, very uncomfortable to me. I <laughs> <laughs> don't sound good. Um, <laughs> so I've got so so how about this? So so I hate to bring up this name because of everything happening with Blue Box Studios, but Silent oh Hill. God. Did you really bring me in here for this? I did. We're not talking about as it turn- Blue it's Box. not a Kojima game. As, no, I know it's not. Um, it's not it's, anything. It's, it's not anything that like it's a, it's literally fucking nothing. It's it's dust. It's smoke and mirrors. Anyway. Um, but uh, but bring Silent Hill as a turn based RPG. No. Um, no. I, abso- because that. because Shadow Hearts, uh, Kudelka and Shadow John Shadow Hearts John what John? How in the world can you make something turn based scary? Uh, dude, play. Have you ever played Kudelka? Udalka and Shadowheart no. have really cool, like creepy atmospheric. Yeah, just, I like, like, would personally be very in to a horror turn-based RPG. I think an indie developer could do something real cool to make that very interesting. Yeah, you just play you with not like need to attach the Silent Hill IP to that. You just play with the tension of like, like so. F- for example, like think of the I don't know if, how many people here have played like Into the Breach, for example. But like you can make turn okay. based games incredibly tense in terms of that constant feeling like you're on the verge of defeat and into the breach would be a lot scarier if it marred that if it, if it married that tension with an actual horror aesthetic instead of like fun, pulpy pixel art like cartoon bugs attacking cities. Um, that's fair. That's fair. I I have played into the breach and just gotten demolished yeah. as soon as i play it like, so i haven't put as much time in it as i just oh, and i would darkest dungeon brought up in chat of darkest course dungeon, yeah, yeah darkest darkest dungeon. okay i could like, see so like i know eternal darkness is not this but like the things that make eternal darkness scary i feel like elements of that could be used to make an rp a turn-based rpg very i haven't scary. been meaning to replay that i've got my gamecube i've got eternal darkness i've been Menu meaning to replay fuckery. that yeah, and like, like you know, yeah, like the the little weird visual cues when you, as your sanity starts to slip. Yeah, no, I agree. Like Justin, I would recommend uh, looking at Kudelka and um and like on YouTube or something. Like it's an actual like horror turn based RPG. Um, and it, okay, it's really I'll, I'll, I'll good. look it up. I I had heard of it, but I, I wasn't familiar with what it was at all. I mean, visual so when- novels are sometimes scary, and you know, so why can't a turn based RPG be like? But it doesn't know. need Silent Hill. Yeah. Is my point. We yeah. don't. It do, we don't need that. Yeah. Silent Hill can just be Silent Hill. Okay. So I've I've That's got fine. another one just because everything's better if you make it an RPG. Uh, infamous. Oh boy. But you make it a uh, action RPG. No, I, I I actually that, got one. I got that, a counter one. I got a counter one. Let's take Gears make of War and make it a, a shooter. Like. <laughs> make it make it a side-scrolling beat 'em up in the style of Comic Zone. Where you're jumping Ooh. between like comic panels, I'm down. I just want more infamous, I, and I want more RPGs. You're so never gonna get more, dude. That franchise is dead. That that franchise is deader than dead. I I would love infamous to come back, but it, that's, you know what? Someone clip this because uh, it eventually will, and I just want John to be wrong again. It won't. 
it's not it happening, won't, man. It won't There's happen. No I'm telling way. you right now, Infamous is not coming back. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with Derek. The only the, the closest you're going to get to another Infamous is when I wear that 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 purple beanie that came with my special edition of Second Son uh, uh, next time. Dead on the podcast. Space That's the closest rhythm. you're going to get. That's the that's the closest you're going to get. Now, I will say, like, you know what? You know what? I won't say 100 percent with 100 percent because we, we said that Dead Space was never going to come back and that's getting completely remade. So so I'll say there's a 99 percent chance that you're never going to see another infamous game. I mean, I just but think it, it's unlikely, one, because Ghost of Tsushima is hugely successful. And two, Sony has Spider-Man now. And I don't think they're right. Like their own open world superhero is not going to be able to compete against Spider-Man. I agree. I agree. Um, what about the what about The Last of Us as a dating sim? That franchise is here. dead. Yeah, we just, just had. John, no, who cares? I'm breaking the rules. He's just no. He's he's you, just playing Mad Libs now. Up with the rules. I'm breaking. The Last them. of Us I, might you know, be like the least the dead rules. video game in existence. Yeah, like, we literally spent the an entire year. Before its release, dreading it coming out to talk about it, and then a solid six months after it came out, dreading talking about it still. Like, look, there's also an HBO series coming next year. Yeah, no, (laughs) I I totally forgot about the uh, no. But in all seriousness, um, what about uh, you know? There's no seriousness when you look like this. Are you fucking kidding me? Look at you. I know. Uh, that yeah, that's sorry. true that's true uh look at dino yourself. crisis and i've seen this i've seen this mentioned in chat a, a bunch as well dino crisis <laughs> hey look john muncher shut up <laughs> yeah if you yeah, say yeah, if you say dino crisis him. three times in a mirror john muncher shows up to uh to just, say what's up yeah <laughs> like dino crisis as i saw i saw a few people suggest this in chat dino crisis as a turn-based strategy game as an XCOM you're just, game, you're just throwing stuff together. No, Blaine that's and Chat's like, like an XCOM game. Yeah, that's what somebody in chat said. Like somebody in chat said, basically, Dino Crisis but XCOM. And I thought that was a great fucking idea. Ooh, Dark Souls. The problem good. with this prompt is like every old franchise I can think of that I want to come back. I just want more of that. Yeah. Like no. Wario Land Four. I just want a Wario Land Five that's as good as Wario. I don't want to change that. That well, game was great. You, the the prompt didn't involve that. It just somehow became this. The problem is bring what, back something. No, I thought John said, because we've done the bring back prompt a lot of times when I've been on here. I thought John said genre bend it. John is just saying, what if X, but Y at this yeah. point? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Do you think we'll ever get a new Wario Land? No. No? no. Do you think that's it's done? It's WarioWare now. It's WarioWare now? Sorry, Emron. Wario. WarioWare? Wario. I was going to say WarioWare, but then... A new one's coming out in like two yeah. months. <laughs> so less than that, actually, isn't it? Like it's coming out in October or something. O- no, September. Um, it? it comes out like early oh, September, shit. I believe. Yeah. No, dude. Warrior is coming out fucking soon. There's a lot of games coming out this year. Um, it, there, there are so many. There are so many franchises I would love to revisit. Captain and I think Commando this... is a character action game. <laughs> Captain Commando. What about Captain... Bionic Commando? No. Bionic Commando Dude, Bionic- had his chance, and he was voiced by 
the guy from Faith No More and had dreadlocks and white people should never wait, have I'm, dreadlocks. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait. Yeah, what? The, he was voiced by the guy from Faith No More. Yeah, Mike Patton voiced uh, the Bionic Mike Commando. Patton, wait, what? And he had and, and he had dreadlocks, which again I must stress, white people should never have. So it's simply not allowed. Voiced by Mike Patton. I knew a whole lot of weird stuff about that game, but not that. So. I didn't know he was not. <laughs> now I'm just gonna picture that guy like like yes that is it <laughs> like i just like oh that is never fucking leaving my head i'm sorry was that a frog that. voice like was that's how mike patton mike sounds patton in my head don't ask him to repeat talking it frog. that's how that's how mike that's how mike patton sounds in my head i'm sorry i don't know what i don't know what you want me to tell you um but uh yeah somebody said rival schools in chat that's a really good one actually i would what? love to see rival schools come, what's that back. sunshine game justin likes Boktai, Boktai, the sun is in your hand. would be a good one. The sun, is, you... but that's, but that's impossible though. Because no, it's not. The There's thing... cameras on Literally every device all now. Of these are impossible, John. No, but what I'm no Boktai would literally be impossible because the whole point of that game was leaving your GBA cart out in the sun all day to 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 grow the power of your character in the game so oh, you can kill vampires. Oh no, John, don't worry, I. I don't know if you've heard, but back in 2017, Nintendo released a, a console handheld hybrid called the Nintendo Switch. Um, and it's this really cool thing where you can, you can <laughs> stick it in a dock and play it on your TV. It has like a you camera on it so it can it. sense light. You like, can also pick yeah. it up and take it outside Wild. with you. Yeah, it's and crazy. They've even released a handheld only version called the Nintendo Switch Lite that can only go outside with you. It's yeah, but cool. It's wild. But it, would, but it would be almost it's impossible to see in the sun if you're playing it. Let me also tell you, these days, um, people are even putting video games on phones. So you could just take your phone outside. He would, and never, and he would never play. John does not believe in mobile tried, games existence. Have you tried to play a video game on a handheld in the sun? Yeah. Yes. It's fun. Yeah, I can't. You don't do it with the sun directly overhead so you have sun Funny. glare. What do you mean? I played Golden Sun on a Game Boy Advance According in the sun to John, as a kid by holding it next to my face and squinting, and I was able to do that. This thing's got horrible. brightness levels. According it's great. to John, smartphones simply don't work outside of houses <laughs> because of the sun. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I have like, never I once seen dressed like someone that, the whole that point, believes no, that phones hold don't on, work right on. out in the sun. Hold on. The whole point, the whole the, the whole point of Boktai was that you left your crowd out all day. Like, no, like you left you could on be playing John, all that's not sun. how it works. That's not how no, it worked no, at that all. That is how it works. No. No, it's <laughs> not. I own it. I, I own it, it too. quite a bit. Then why are you so wrong no. about it, John? No, I'm not wrong. <laughs> okay, no, but here's my actually, I've never played these games. I think it'd be really cool to have okay. a Bakugan game that you was was mobile. It was on your phone. And sorry, Boktai. Boktai <laughs> yeah. What the hell is a Bakugan? Uh, and <laughs> And is like tied. That is a thing. That's a whole other but maybe, maybe like is very specifically tied to not being out, being left in the sun all day. But yeah. like you it picking it work exactly the same with way. you and like encouraging people to go outside more often with their phones or something. And and there's some like element of that that is involved in playing this game. I think that could be very cool. Put it on Apple Arcade, I mean, folks. I mean, you, Ooh, you could. No, I have but... one. I have one. All right, but the Pokemon thing, but, but Go. Like, well, hold on, Finn. Hold oh, no, on. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Pokemon hold Go, on, but on, it's a traditional turn-based RPG monster collecting. You might be onto game. something here. I, yeah. 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 I don't never sell. So, so the whole <laughs> no one will buy that. The whole premise. So, so the reason. I mean, in all seriousness, the reason that you would have a hard time getting that work to something on something like a phone is that there was a chip 
uh, inside. Like, like these, like the whole point is, it, it was Johnny can literally just use your. This is a pipe camera. dream. In this imaginary world, we can make any technology we want. John. Also, I don't, I don't know how remember, but advance works. John, John, also. This is a Kojima game. He will make you buy an accessory to play his game if Why you want you, to. You know, it had had a special cart. <laughs> like, he wants to do that. I just want to say that, like, Justin froze me real quick, and he like he looked like he had this look of just abject rage on his face. Yeah, that's what all of us feel looking at you right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I John! Believe you left the costume on this entire. You could have taken that. I off can't believe you. You know what? You know what? Uh, I'm on the abandon is Boktai three. Uh, oh my god! I think it's do frog that fractions. I think this is a big frog fractions tease. That's what I. That's my, that's my. my the opinion. real frog fractions two is coming. It's not even. Frog? It's not even frog fractions because we've had frog fractions one and two. Yeah, and but no, two yeah. wasn't the, the real DLC. frog fractions two. Okay. This is frog it's fractions be four. two. It's frog fractions four. <laughs> Isn't the DLC to two technically, or the, the DLC to Wait. one of them like three? So this is like frog fractions five. I wanted to skip a number so everyone's yeah. Sk- where the it's got to skip a number. It's no, gonna be frog it's gonna be frog fa- frog oh, fractions no. L. It's not even going to be numbered. It's just. How do we explain to John what frog fractions? I don't. Is? don't John, don't. I don't uh, think I'm I can gonna... explain regular fractions to him, the, much less frog the very, fractions. The very short version, John, is that it was this. Fla- it was a flash game. It was like a browser game or something that that looked like it. It, it came off as like an edutainment game, but very quickly devolved into just like absolute chaos. It was like like very very stupid in a funny way, like very very cult beloved kind of little game, and then. He kickstarted a sequel to it because it was it was very beloved um, to Fro- Frog Fractions too. But then, like everyone, I, I don't remember what the context of the Kickstarter was, but like everyone was wondering, basically where, the I was wondering where it was. Like, whole, what was Frog Fractions too? The whole concept of that Kickstarter was they were going to make a Frog Fractions too, but it was going to be hidden within another game. And yeah. they weren't telling anybody what the other game was. And then it ended up, they ended up finding it hidden inside this other Steam game called Glitter Mitten Grove. Um, and so we found Frog Fractures. So there was, a, but there was a joke on the internet for several years where anytime a trailer came out that was like vague, oh, this is Frog or, Fractions too, or stupid looking, everyone yeah. would reply, "Is this Frog Fractures too? This is Frog Fractures too." So that was the joke. So that I'm. This is all to explain why I'm saying I think Abandoned is just like Frog Fractions 5 or some shit. Okay, that makes sense. That makes that makes complete sense. Um, yeah, I, nobody knows. what Abandoned is a concept. It's not a, like, like it's a, like, no. it's a, it, it's just a shitty fucking marketing thing that blew up in their faces. That's I what I don't even think it's is. not. I think it's, I think it's like a very normal little indie game that got way more attention than anyone expected it to. And Sony backed it for I know not what reason. Um, so okay, okay. So Sony hasn't backed it. They all, all they did was put a PlayStation blog post on, yeah, which like, you just any, pay for, and that. people have have that's like true. like. There's a whole lot of people that are like rewriting what happened. They're like, oh well, why was it featured in a state of play? It was never in a state of play. Yeah, it no, was just true. a random PlayStation blog post. Yeah. And also, just there is. A timeline out there i posted earlier about this studio's history they have started a lot of projects announced yes. a lot of projects that have just never come out they tried the they in 2015 they tried hey we're gonna do a playable teaser for our new horror game then it got delayed last minute because of technical issues and then it that game never came out and vanished off of their website which sounds very familiar to this current situation like this is not some professional thing this is a studio that has 
hard time producing things, and when they do, they're not good. Uh, um, and they're in way over their head. Just, yeah. Way and they're, they're in yeah. way over their head, and it's just, it's not worth paying attention to. Um, the few things that they've put out have been extremely low quality they they got um, caught completely blatantly lying about that about a patch on twitter today i don't know if you guys yep i don't know if you yeah saw and that, like but. just like this whole situation is not worthwhile like don't harass anybody yeah, don't harass them over just, it, but just just like i, I want to make that clear but like it's not somebody it's not a situation that I think you should be rooting for anybody for. It's not a situation you should be following very closely. It's yeah. like a situation it to really disengage is just, from entirely. Yeah, it's just just ignore it. Stop paying attention to it. I, I'm tired. I'm tired. weird like conspiracy theories about, oh, well, we can only find like one guy's name on here and the <sighs> the studio's address is his house and the website is terrible. Yeah, that's like every tiny indie studio. I've covered indie studios for so many years. Nobody has any money. Nobody has any energy for this. It's just like three people making a game in their basements. This is so normal and boring. Yeah, like it's just, it's... Yeah. It's but it's taken over. I have to do. think about it every day because anytime yeah. there's any news, people want to click on it. So I'm thinking about it constantly. Yeah, and when they when they when they superimposed the the picture of that guy in the eye patch, um, like like they knew exactly <sighs> what, what they were doing. No, because nobody and thought it was Metal Gear. Everyone thought it was Silent Hill. Nobody it, it, thought it, it was Metal Gear. The eye patch thing doesn't make sense as a connection. No, it, it's it does. Majima. It, 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 it's Majima. It, 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 it does because yeah, of maybe Ko- it's a Yakuza game. People have been talking <laughs> Kojima. Yes, but Hill's Kojima never Kojima was tied to Silent and- Hill beyond the fact that he wanted to make a game he didn't get to make. Like, but you, but, but you can't explain that to these people. So yeah, I, there's a lot of things I can't explain probably to you because you look like somebody who would call me the <laughs> F slur and then I'd find you on Grinder later. Like Jesus, man, well, what is know. wrong with you? I can't. I mean, no- Oof, with oh, you. I love it so much. <laughs> All right, we, All right. we, we are. You look we are, like some. You're dressed like somebody. You look that like an uncle I never met. A Silent Hill game. <laughs> an uncle you never met. <laughs> I never want to. <laughs> you look like every every asshole on the internet's caricature of you. That's true. Yeah. That is actually very true. You look like half true. the Facebook comments on every one of my news stations. <laughs> I look uh, like a posts. walking. I look like a walking forum post. Yeah. Yeah, like that's, you, that's honestly, exactly what I look you just like. look like Kid Rock, and that's it. <laughs> it's, yep. it's hard to perceive you right now because I'm just expecting like you should just be sitting in the front seat of a truck with the the front facing camera on right, you, right, right, <laughs> at like a way too close angle for sure, for sure, and like weirdly low, like, right. You look like you finally get to say my body, my choice, but don't understand the uh, hypocrisy behind you saying yeah. that. Yeah. 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 All right. yeah. Well, we are we are we are pushing up against our time here. Um, but uh, oh, Reb, are you okay? Did you hurt yourself? I'm fine. Okay. My elbow um, slipped off the desk. I'm good. No, she's just <laughs> so, allergic to fucking you right now. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Can't say I'm you look like you look like the man who I saw at at Joe's barbecue last week, who drove up in a in a massive truck covered in Garth Brooks stickers. <laughs> Followed by it a, was labeled the Garth Vault. The it Garth. was labeled the Garth wait, Vault. Followed wait, by a what? second oh. truck, also covered in Garth Brooks stickers, who were all going to the giant Garth Brooks concert. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Garth Vault. The Garth Vault. Yes. Yeah. The Garth Vault. That was the name of this truck. See, they really fucked up by not naming that truck Garthzilla. I love you, man, but you do look like somebody who brags about their ability to grill chicken, and all you do is throw Lowry season salt on it. Hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. 
Yes, there, there is. is. Yes, there is. <laughs> Reb, it was so nice to have you back on. <laughs> was it nice to be back on, Reb? It was nice to see Derek Justin. <laughs> Perfect. 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 I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You look like you've knocked over the candy it. rack at a, at a gas station. I this can't say it was nice to meet the. No, that's actually almost worse. Somehow, but... taking the sunglasses off has made it worse. Oh, that's quite bad. Yeah, because yeah, now you look like... makes it even no. more apparent that the beard does not match the hair. Now you look yeah, like an all. old pervert that I would find at a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> You look like someone right. who's made Fourth of July his entire personality. Oh, there we oh, go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. Wait, no, no, you still Holy do. Better? No. <laughs> All of our statements still hold true. No. <laughs> oh shit, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> I'm glad to have you back, John. Thanks, oh. Eric. Appreciate that. No, Reb, seriously, you are like you are somebody said he's just Brett Michaels with the sunglasses off. Um, Reb, seriously, we are so proud of what you've been doing at IGN. Um, and it just it, watching your career uh, grow as, as it has has just been in, incredibly, incredibly satisfying to see. Um, and uh, just we could not be happier for you. Seriously, so I'm I'm delighted. I moving out to San Francisco in a couple months. Well, less than two months actually. Less than two months now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wish I could help you move. Yeah, that'd be really great. Actually, I don't. I don't have a bunch of uh, a bunch of bandit Keiths, a bunch of a bunch of mu muscular American truckmen out here to, to move, move my furniture for me. So, it's a bummer, right? so, uh, so Reb, I am assuming that everybody who follows us already knows where to find you. But just in case they don't, where where can they find you? Yeah, sure. You can find me on Twitter at Duck Valentine. I don't have nearly as many things to plug as I used to, actually, because all my time is absorbed at IGN. But yeah, Twitter Duck Valentine, and uh, you can find my work at IGN.com. Outstanding. Straightforward. Um, yes, it's easy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, so uh, just a, a few things coming up in the future. Um, of course, we have Extra Life coming up in November, and uh, Derek, Justin, and Brittany and myself will all be here. Uh, and uh, Derek, what do we have on the docket? Twenty-four uh, hour Pokemon Nuzlocke. It's gonna be stupid. God damn. And, uh, <laughs> and, oh, I'm so excited. I'm oh. gonna like, like I said, I'm gonna wake up at two a.m. and Derek will have been. Derek's gonna be blazed, having left me nothing but poison types. Yeah. Um. Like that's. I am all absolutely we're have dropping an edible, like just off camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can watch is, my devolution as I attempt to play Pokemon. That is, that, that is exactly what's going to happen. Um, and they are actually going to uh, be here a few days early. And who knows? Maybe we'll do maybe to maybe the day before we'll do like a Jackbox stream like we did. Uh, like we did, the, the, you know, the, Derek, the last time you were here, we did that Jackbox stream. Yeah, some good for funsy times. We had that same answer. I think it was Imran and Sam who said, uh, like, you know, a, a book that doesn't exist, and they both answered John's, John's, good, good, opinions. John's good opinions. They both <laughs> yeah. answered it. Yeah. Like, that was... Oh, they're, I, they're in Orient referencing it in, in the chat. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Another John's good opinion stream. Yeah, we'll have one of those. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I need that. I desperately need to I just want to hug some folks real I bad. Know. Justin I gives know. good hugs. He has... He has oh, yeah. He has oh, yeah, he do. Justin's got those I, big I warm hugs. I, I, ha I have hugs waiting in reserve from Reb to deliver. 
Yes, please. Next time I see all of you. I can't wait to hug you and John again. I have never hugged Brit, so that'll be a first. That'll be fun. None of us have ever hugged hugged Brit. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be a first for all of us. Uh, Imran says there's never been a John's Good Opinion stream. He's correct. I don't know about that. I I don't know about that, Imran. Every every Um, stream that starts, there's like a a mental ticking down timer to when John, like 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 minutes since John last. When he Johns. Yeah, yeah, Why whatever. John? And and th- this particular one, the the clock reset the second uh, he turned on his camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I will one say started. I wish I had taken that thing off earlier because my head is so itchy now. It's so itchy. That's such a that was a really cheap mullet wig I bought. Did not feel good at all. Did have that scratchy fishnet yeah, on the other side, a, yeah, did, rubbing yeah, right up my, against and, your, your scalp. My 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 bald head is so tender. And it just, yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good at all. But well, uh, anyway, why are we'll go, we still on? Go rub cortisone <laughs> on your bald head, John. <laughs> I'm gonna go lotion my bald head up. Get rid of, get rid of some of the, get rid of some. That's of the <laughs> God damn it! What? God damn it! God, just, just. What? You gotta, what? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make it soft. You gotta take make it soft. care anyway. of yourselves, everybody. I'm killing the feed. <laughs>